Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1137. How to go from sedentary to running in five steps, part one by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online and always with a little bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side. So as usual, I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get to part one of today's post as we optimize your life. How to go from sedentary to running in five steps. Part one by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. As a runner, there is almost nothing in this world that can take me to the places that running does. I find solitude in my running. I find my thoughts and my peace. I find energy and motivation. I come up with my best ideas and solve my toughest problems. Running transforms me. I try to encourage others to run, but even if they want to do it, they don't know how. Today, I'm going to give you my advice as an intermediate runner, not an expert on how to go from sitting on the couch to being a true runner. I won't say that it'll be easy, especially in the beginning, but I will say that it won't kill you, assuming you don't have major health problems, and that it will get easier and even fun in a few short weeks. I will start with the standard disclaimer. Before starting this program, get checked out by a doctor, especially if you have any health risks, such as heart or lung problems, major diseases, pregnancy, or the like. If you're fit enough to walk for 20 or 30 minutes, you should be able to do this program. The benefits of running. Why should you even consider doing this program or running at all? Lots of reasons. Just a few to start with. One, you'll get healthier. There are other ways to get healthy, of course, including dozens of other types of exercises. But running is one great way. If you stick to a moderate running program, 
I can almost guarantee that you'll get slimmer and your heart will get stronger and your cholesterol will go down. Your diet is a big factor, of course, but more on that in the next benefit. Two, you'll eat better. When you start running, and this can take a few weeks or more, you start to realize that what you eat is fuel and you realize that burgers and fries and soda are not the best fuel. So you start to eat cleaner fuel and it can start to be a lifetime habit. This doesn't always happen, but I've seen it happen a lot. It may take a while before you get a really clean diet. The desire to change starts relatively soon. Three, you'll want to quit smoking. It's hard to keep smoking if you really get into running. Some people keep smoking while running, but I've seen tons of runners who quit smoking because they know that smoking doesn't jibe with their lifestyle. If you're looking for a good way to quit, start with running. Four, you'll find solitude. In the hectic bustle of everyday life, many people have trouble finding time for themselves, time to think, and to find peace. Running will become your oasis of peace, a time you look forward to each day. Five, races are super fun. Once you've been running for a month or two, you should sign up for a 5K. It'll be a great time. The camaraderie among runners, slow and fast, young and old, is a wonderful thing. The feeling of accomplishment when you cross the finish line is unbeatable. And after a while, you might try 10Ks, half marathons, maybe even a marathon. There's nothing like doing road races. Six, you'll lower your stress levels. It beats smoking, drinking, vegging out in front of the television, almost anything else I can think of for getting rid of the stresses of your life. Seven, you'll think better. Running is the time when my mind is clearest. It's hard to really think about things when you have the noise of the modern world around you, but when you're alone on the road, you can't help but think in silence. Eight, you'll find the warrior within you. There is something about running that transforms you. In the beginning, it can be very difficult, and there will be times when you feel like stopping. But if you can beat that little negative voice inside you that wants to stop, you will learn that you can beat anything. Running will teach you to overcome your doubts and negativity, and that's a gift that will take you to new heights in anything you do. The rules. Before we start, I'd like to offer a few rules. One, start small. This is mandatory. Many people make the mistake of starting too hard and they get burned out or injured or discouraged within a couple of weeks. This program is designed to get you running for life. So if you have lots of enthusiasm when you start, that's great. But you must rein it in and start small. That enthusiasm that you have to hold back will keep you going for much longer if you don't spend it all the first week. Two, increase gradually. Another mandatory rule. If you don't follow this rule, you shouldn't follow the program. Trust me, I get it if you feel like the rules of increasing gradually don't apply to you. I made that mistake when I started out and got injured. Your mind and even your heart and lungs might be able to handle doing more, but your legs might not. It takes a while for your muscles and tendons and ligaments and joints to adjust to the stress of running. And if you progress too rapidly, you'll get injured. Increase, but very gradually. Three, enjoy yourself. Very mandatory. If you don't enjoy yourself, you'll never stick with it. So try to have as much fun as possible. Enjoy getting fit and healthy. 
Enjoy burning off your fat. Enjoy the sweat. Enjoy the relaxation of burning off stress. Running should be fun, not torture. Four, if you can, get a partner. This is not really a rule, but a suggestion. If you can find a reliable partner, it makes it a bit easier. First, having someone to talk to while you walk and later run makes the time go by extremely quickly. Second, if you make an appointment to meet that person for your walk or run, you're more likely to stick to the appointment rather than wimp out. The five steps. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Go from Sedentary to Running in Five Steps by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When Leo was describing how to enjoy yourself while running, I couldn't help but think of Phoebe Buffay on Friends as an adult, but running through the park like she was a child, yelling with joy as she ran, swinging her arms and legs in an exaggerated way, just like children do. Now, we may not all have the courage to look like that when we're running in public, especially, but it gets to the heart of what Leo was trying to say. Try and enjoy running if you can. For me, I hated running. I played soccer for nine years and still hated running. You can imagine how excited I was to go to soccer practice for nine years. Now, it wasn't until many years later that I finally realized that I didn't hate running. I just hated being forced to run. Now, I can say honestly that running is still not my favorite activity. I would much rather row or use the assault bike, but I still do it. Why? Well, for many of the reasons Leo mentioned. I like how it makes me feel afterward. I always feel a sense of accomplishment when I'm done with my run. My mind is clearer. I'll be honest though, the first five minutes are the worst for me. Between that very first step and minute five, it feels like I'm cursing every step and asking myself why I thought running today was a good idea. But then, usually at minute 501, something switches and the run feels a little easier. I find I'm not cursing about it as much and my mind starts to wander. By the time I'm done, I'm grateful that it's over, but like I said, my mind is clearer, and I always feel better and accomplished by the end. All right, that's it for me for today. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.